0: Hello, and welcome to The Divorced Dadvocate, where we help dads navigate through their divorce and create an amazing life for themselves and their children. My name is Jude Sandoval. I'm your host. I'm uh, excited to be here, and I appreciate you uh, tuning in and listening today. Happy International Men's Day. That is going to be our topic today, and we're going to keep it kind of short and sweet today. I went a little bit long last week in the uh, the covert narcissist episode, so I want to keep it a little bit shorter and, and a lot lighter this week as well. That was a little bit heavy. Was a little bit heavy for me as well, as uh, as I as I shared with you. And this week, you know, this uh, this month is men's or uh, November is men's health or men's health awareness month you know the whole November thing grow a mustache I don't grow a mustache because I look it, number one it doesn't fill in good and I just look really really horrible with one so uh, if I do my daughters will disown me and um, and I like my daughters so uh, I'm not <laughs> I don't grow one in November I don't grow one ever but this month men's Health Awareness Month and today is inter- our international uh, men's day. And I just wanted to chat a little bit about that. If you haven't heard that uh, today is, and, and I'm recording this on International Men's Day, November 19th, so you'll probably be hearing this a, a few days after because I, I release on on Mondays. So you'll be, or, or and you'll probably be tuning in days later. But uh, if you haven't heard about this holiday, I'm not surprised, right? We don't uh, we don't hear much uh, we don't hear much about it, and and really the nature of the support system for men in general, I feel is pretty dismal and, and the support system that is out there is very feminine uh, centric. And the challenge with this now is that we're having all kinds of ch- problems with, with the development of our children, the impact that it's having on our children with not having fathers involved with children in their lives. Some of this is is, is due to many different uh, reasons, and I'm not going to get into those today and I'm not going to talk about those specifically today, but the end result is that it's having a negative impact on men and men's health in general, but also it is having a significant impact on children as well. So. You know, let's talk a little bit about that because there's some statistics out there, and then I'm going to get to good news. All right, so this is not going to be all uh, doom and gloom, but I want to raise some awareness. I, I think probably many of the men out there listening might know some of these statistics, but if you don't, some of them are sobering, and if you don't, and if you're not a male or a father out there listening, some of these some of these statistics are, are pretty sobering, and one of them is suicide is the biggest killer of men under 45 years old. Um Men are twice as likely to be victims of violent crime. Dads are three times more likely to die after separation than mothers. And that's a huge, huge one for us divorced fathers. Depression, um, let's see, 40% of domestic violence victims are male. This is one that does not get any attention out there. And there are Virtually no support systems out there for men that are experiencing domestic violence. 53% of all cancer deaths are men. And there's another statistic that men are 35% more likely to develop prostate cancer than women are to develop breast cancer. So this is another one, right? You hear We hear all the, the, the Susan G. Komen, all the, the, the runs and all the fundraising for breast cancer awareness, etc. But we don't see or hear much for men's prostate cancer. And there's a higher probability of men getting prostate cancer than women getting breast cancer. 16% of men suffer from anxiety or depression. Men live about five years less than women. Men are four times more likely than women to commit suicide. It goes back to the suicide one. 30,000 men in the U.S. die each year from prostate cancer. Men have a higher death rate for most leading causes of death including cancer, heart disease, diabetes, and suicide. And men make one half as many physician visits for prevention, as women. So those are some sobering statistics around men's health, and I don't say that say this to 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 downgrade women. I think it's fantastic that we've raised the the awareness for for women who traditionally have been uh, more vulnerable. But like I said, this now has come to a point in our society where this is this is very detrimental. To men, and if it's detrimental to men, and I'm going to talk about this now, if it's detrimental to men, detrimental to fathers, it's having a negative impact on our children. Because you know, I've set out to to try to consolidate. You know, part of the mission here is we we help men, we help fathers navigate their divorce, and the second part of that is also to then create a an amazing life for themselves and for their children, and so. I've set out to try to consolidate some of this information in some of these uh, places in which men can can seek help. and But today I, I really want to speak about just celebrating men and also reminding you of how important you are in, in your children's life because we don't hear it. <laughs> That's just the long and short of it. You as a father have the greatest impact on your children. I'll say that again. You as a father have the greatest impact on your children. And this is backed by research, backed by science, research, and studies. So I'm gonna go through some of this this information. I'm gonna share some of this research and these findings of this research. And that's all I'm gonna do. I just wanna remind you that there is information out there. There is science-backed information that you are important. And I know that you listen to me say it every week uh, when I'm telling you that you are important. And I appreciate that during this struggle, during this challenging time, that you don't hear that and you don't get that. And we don't hear that in court. And we don't, the attorneys don't say that. And the judges and the magistrates don't say that your ex is most likely maybe not saying that as well but i want to continue to remind you that that is not the case that you are important and these this research all the research shows that all the studies show that and i want to remind you of that today with just some some first i'm going to talk about some research findings and then the second i'm going to just share some statistics about being a father and being a single father and the impact that it has on your children so first one is that 82 percent of studies on father involvement and child well-being published since 1980 found quote significant associations between positive father involvement and offspring well-being that's one study and i'll have uh, i'll have the link to my medium article that show, shows all the sources to to these studies as well and you can if you want to look at more information some of these are fascinating to what to 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 read if you you geek out like I do on, on science and some of the studies and trying to understand background around this stuff because we're not seeing it in the media, right? This, we didn't have a big international men's awareness and they were talking about all the research that is t- saying how good you are and how great you are as a father and how important it is. We didn't, I don't know, I didn't see any, I don't know if you did. So that's why I want you to know this research is out there because it's science-based. It's not just us saying, hey, I'm important hey, my kids love me and they want to be with me, there is science-based research that supports this. The next one is, in an analysis of over 100 studies on parent-child relationships, it was found that having a loving and nurturing father was as important for a child's happiness, well-being, and social and academic success as having a loving and nurturing mother. Some studies even indicated father love was a stronger contributor to some important positive child well-being outcomes. Amazing. The next one, according to child psychologist Kyle Pruitt, a father's more active play style and comparatively slower response to a toddler or infant experiencing frustration served to promote problem-solving uh, competencies and independence in the child. Dr. Pruitt also says, quote, positive father care is associated with more pro-social and positive moral behavior in boys and girls. And then this is also borne out in research by the University of Pennsylvania, which indicates that children who feel a closeness and warmth with their father are twice as likely to enter college, 75% less likely to have a child in their teen years, Eighty percent less likely to be incarcerated, and half as likely to show various signs of depression. I mean, this is amazing, amazing stuff. Just by having a father in their lives. The last, re- the the last point, last research in a, tw- and this is a this is a significant one. So this is a a, a long span one in. A 26-year-long study, researchers found that the number one factor in developing empathy in children was father involvement. Fathers spending regular time alone with their children translated into children who became compassionate adults. Now, isn't that fascinating? I, I bet, and I didn't, I bet you've never heard empathy linked with father's involvement you probably you know just based on everything you hear out there in the media you probably think oh it's the mother that is the one that's teaching the empathy etc a 26 year long study links it to a father's involvement so and there are this is just a slice of some of the research that that i found out there and you know look in the show notes below go read some of these papers they're really fascinating but there is A ton more stuff out there which just begs the question why don't we hear about any of this why is the uh, why is why are most of the support systems the court systems etc not emphasizing the necessity and the importance of fathers in their children's lives. So I'm just putting those questions out there. We're not going to answer them today. We're not going to debate them. If you want to in the show notes or in the comments below, feel free to, but make it, you know, make it cool. We're not, we're not pitting anybody against each other. I want to raise awareness to the importance, you know, to your importance. I want you to remember and understand how important you are as a father, particularly when you go through this challenging, challenging situation during divorce. All right. So, I've got some other eye-opening findings uh, about fathers and children. The first part of this is just about single fathers, and then the second part is about the impact that fathers have on their uh, on their children, or the outcomes of how children uh, how their lives, the quality of their lives with fathers or without fathers in their lives. So. The first one is there are about 72.2 million fathers in the United States. That's a lot of fathers. And about 2 million of them are single fathers, which is which accounts for about 17 20, says seven, about 17% of all oh 17% of all single parent households are single fathers. So one in 5, almost one in 5 single parent households are fathers. Uh, The breakdown goes like this. 44% of them are divorced. 33% of them are never married. And 19% are separated and 4% are widowed. You know, I didn't add that up to make sure it equals 100. So I'm just trusting the statistic here. Let's see, 40, 70, 80, 84, 87, 86. Yeah, that's hundred. Okay, good. I probably should have checked that first, right? Oh, check your sources. The annual income of single fathers is approximately $50,000. 33% of all children live in a home without their birth fathers. That's stunning. 72.2% of Americans percent, 72.2% of Americans think an absent father in the household is the most important problem facing American families. I would 100% concur with that as the number one problem. Now that is from a poll that's a little bit old, so I'd be curious to see if they have an updated poll on it. This this is from like 1999, so I wonder if people, uh, Americans think that's in fact true now um in 1960 this is this is an interesting one in 1960 only 9.1% of children were living with a single parent 9% by 2012 the number had risen to 20.7 of all children that's a, that's more than twofold in just 32 years Next, the percentage of children without a father in the United States is 43%. Okay, now these next ones are some of the impacts of having fa- not having fathers in the home. 90%, 90% of runaways and homeless children are from fatherless homes. The percentage of a rapist with rage that came from a fatherless home is 80%. 70% of minors housed in state facilities are from fatherless homes. 39% of inmates housed in jail are from homes with an absent father. The rate of abuse and neglect in single-parent households is 27.3 children per thousand, versus the rate of abuse and neglect in two-parent households, which is 15.5 children per household. That's almost double, and that's something that we don't. That might be a show. That might be a show uh, in and of itself later, which is the number of children that. Uh, that are abused in single uh, mother households, which is something that is never ever talked about. The I don't remember exactly off the top of my head the statistic, but it is mind boggling how often that happens. It's, sad, it's incredibly sad. Children without a father are more likely to show disciplinary issues. of all high school dropouts are from a fatherless household, 71%. If a child has a father in the home, they are, now here's some, here's some, uh, okay. If a child has a father in the home, they are 40% less likely to repeat grade school. Teenage repeat offender arsonists. Is 90% more likely to be from an absent father household the percentage of minors in prison who grew up without a father is 85% kids with fathers who are involved in their lives are more likely to do better in school than kids who don't have a father in their home now these are some these are some positives I think most of them preschoolers with an involved father figure with an involved father figure develop better verbal skills and look and so you're not seeing this and you might not see the show notes or you might be listening to this on your ipad but these are these are statistics from u.s department of justice um, centers for disease and control u.s census national center for educational education statistics psychology today Department of Corrections, United States Department of Health and Health. So these are, these are studies, this is, these are statistics specifically from government agencies that have studied this. So this isn't just some, some made up stuff. Girls are more likely to have children as a teenager if they grow up without a father. Kids experience fewer behavior issues in school when a father figure is active in their life. girls develop stronger math skills when growing up with a father figure that's fascinating boys get better grades in school when a father figure is active in their life that's from the United States Department of Health and Human Services I mean, we're not this stuff isn't just being made up i'm not just pulling this stuff out of a hat the percentage of adolescents in substance abuse treatment facilities who are from fatherless homes is 75% 71% of teenagers who are pregnant come from a fatherless a fatherless home 63% of youth suicides happen in households with an absent father. Look, these are these are high percentages. These are not small percentages. 75% of adolescents in substance abuse treatment facilities are from fatherless homes. So again, I'm, I'm asking rhetorical questions here, and we're not going to get into this, but why, if we're looking to figure out how to help our children or how to help get kids off of drugs or stay away from drugs, are we not looking at the family situation and how involved fathers were? Are. And why we are not emphasizing how we get fathers as involved as possible in our children's life instead of doing the opposite, which is isolating them through whatever it is, through the court system, through whatever manipulation may potentially be happening. Why are we not emphasizing this in our society? Why are we not emphasizing how to create the best possible family together instead of the opposite, which is, you know, let's just go our own ways. Let's just, you know, break up the families. How do we figure out how to do this better? So divorce is a reality, right, in in our lives. That's that's not gonna go away. It's a societal norm now, unfortunately. I've been through it. You're going through it or have been through it. So what can we do now to, well, twofold. One, how can we make families better and stay together longer and figure things out? But that's not part of my realm here. But how do we go forward from divorce and make sure that we are involved in fathers, that we have the ability to have the positive influence that all of this information, all of this research, all of these statistics show something that we need to work on. All right, I'm going to just finish with some more, some more of these statistics. 85% of children with behavioral disorders are from homes without fathers. Again, a high percentage. Teen girls without a father are seven times more likely to become pregnant as a teenager. Infant mortality is two times higher in fatherless homes than homes with a father. Children have a higher rate of drug and alcohol abuse in homes without a father. Children are four times more likely to be in poverty from a lack of father in the home. 90% of the dads out there really enjoy being a dad and consider it the most exciting thing in their lives. I love that statistic because that just tells me that most of us love our kids and we want to be with them and we want to spend time with them and no matter what the situation with their ex or with their mother that in our ex or future ex that we want to be involved and we want to have an active presence in our in our children's lives just because we love our children because we're fathers that's why we became fathers. Eighty-five percent of fathers consider being a dad the best job in the world. I would definitely count myself as one of those eighty-five percent. Seventy-three percent didn't even think their life began until their first kid was born. Now, okay, so these statistics—I don't, <laughs> don't have sources. I have to go back. I'll have to check that source where where they get these statistics. But I don't, I don't argue with these ones. I think this this is true of all the fathers that I talk to. Sixty-two of dads are hungry for more info on how they can be a better dad for their kids. Absolutely, I've talked about this on the show before. I've gone multiple times to, to parenting class, love and logic parenting class, to brush up on my skills to be a better father. 52% said they are more affectionate with their kids than their dads were with them. I can I can appreciate that as well as much as I love my dad. When it comes to saying love you, quote, love you, 54% of dads are saying it more than their parents said t- to them. <laughs> that's a good one too. 47% of fathers said they're more involved in their kids' playtime than their dad was with them. That's awesome. Now these are great. 46% of fathers surveyed said they're reading to their kids more than their parents did for them. Absolutely. That was one of my that's one of my favorite memories of Spending time with my little ones was reading, reading to them before bedtime and watching them fall asleep. Just a just amazing memory. And then, lastly, when asked, forty percent of dads don't believe they're being empowered in their homes. And so, again, that goes back to the divorce advocates' mission, which is to help fathers navigate through their divorce, but then create the amazing life that you've dreamed of for yourself and for your children. And I know that it's challenging right now, and I want to tell you that I am proud of the fact that you're a father. I'm proud of the fact that you're tuning in to this podcast, this webcast, to listen to something that is potentially going to help you get through this divorce and to help you move forward in being a great father i'm proud of you if i can help in any way that is what my business is about that is what my life is about that is what my passion is for please reach out to me we've got this podcast we've got the webcast there is a free meetup group that that meets uh, the second and fourth of saturday on on meetup it's in the show notes below that's a free resource if you need to reach out, if you're struggling, if you have questions about the process of divorce, if you're confused, if you're not sure what's going on, that is one of the biggest challenges we have as men going through the chaos of divorce because by nature, we're men, we wanna have order. And when I'm working with men through the coaching, that is part of the five-step process that we do is creating that vision and direction. Reach out to me, let's talk, you can have a 30-minute free consultation. Go to the divorcedadvocate.com, click on the contact slash scheduling tab, and there's just a small form to fill out. You will sync directly into my schedule. We will talk for a half hour and see if we can help mitigate, solve, relieve some of this pain or stress that you might have going on. So again, gentlemen, happy International Men's Day. I am proud of you. Be proud of the man. If you're not a man listening and you know one in your life, please, if it's a father or a brother or a husband or a boyfriend, tell him that you are proud of him being a man and you are proud of the father that he is. So thanks for listening. Gentlemen, take care.